this is Dustin. I'm Chris. Hey, and we're gonna we're gonna do some punk annoy worldwide. We're gonna talk some punk. Yeah. Yes. Was I supposed to say that? <laughs> yeah. 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 Just like that. Well, thanks everybody for joining us again for doing this. Uh, last time we did a bunch of new tracks from October. This time we're gonna change it up a little bit. We're each pick a couple great albums. We're gonna play a couple tracks off. We're just gonna let the music play. We're gonna crank it up so you can get a sound of what we want to talk about, I guess. And then we're gonna talk about why we like it. You get a little sample of this and a little sample of what's coming out of our mouth. Chris, let's jump into uh, the first one here. You picked who? Um, so all of my my picks, if you will, um, what I did was I just kind of went on my Spotify. And I was like, what have, what have I listened to, right? Because you know how you go down the internet rabbit hole? Yep. And somehow I went down this way. We got Bad Religion is the band. The, the album I chose is Process of Belief. You know, O2? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I, I chose uh, these three tracks here. Uh, supersonic, broken, Taro. And then, yeah, I mean, Supersonic's a cool song. It, it's good to. You, you know that I'm a title track sucker, right? Like, you're like. Or, yeah. no, no, first track. First track, title track. What's the. First track, the, the, title track, the, and then. Uh, the music video or whatever, right? Something like that, yeah. Track. Yeah, you always give me shit about that, but <laughs> honestly. Like, if you're going to do an album, you should have a good title or a good first track, right? Something That's what gets people in, right? If you right. pull it up on iTunes now you know, or Bandcamp or whatever, click on the first one, unless there's some song title that catches your <laughs> you know, attention, I guess. But you're going to start with song one. So if song one's not good, and that's the same when we were buying CDs or listening to tapes. First one starts playing, right? It, has to be, it had to be a good one. If it wasn't good, you probably didn't stick around to hear more. And you know, I've, I've, you know that I'm not a big intro guy. I don't like the intros. The, the to like jump the, right in. This one jumped right in. Skit, the skit, or oh, or it's, <laughs> oh, it fucking stinks in here. Some stupid shit. I hate that. Well, shit. you might hear that at least on one of the songs, maybe two or three, uh, on this show. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, let's check out this song a little bit. It's about over. Let's hear something. Supersonic, the problem's chronic Tell me, does life exist beyond it? What I need to say, I just accelerate Into oblivion Into oblivion You know, I'm a Bad Religion fan, but not like a lot, and definitely not like you, just in the respect that, you know, I've heard the last song you're going to pick, but these two songs I haven't even heard, these ones. I I'm not that familiar with this specific Bad Religion album, but... It sounds just like Bad Religion. If I hear it, I'd be like, hey, that's Bad Religion. Never heard it before, but it's Bad Religion. Don't even need to know who it is. Hey, what did we say? If, the, if you got a formula, don't break it. If it right? works, don't break it. Um, yeah, I mean, Bad Religion here, um, or, you know, the Los Angeles is a big city, so it has a lot of cultural influence, regardless of where you live in California. Right. Um, and, and, there's no more uh, larger influence than, than K-Rock, right? K-R-O-Q there in L.A. Um, and, of course, growing up here in the 90s and 2000s, um, you know, we got the K-Rock feed on our radio in the morning, right? We listened to Kevin and Bean. 
a lot of people listen to Kevin and B uh, that don't even live near LA. Right. Um, and so, but Bad Religion's one of those bands that was heavily featured on Kevin and Bean, that was heavily featured on K-Rock. So it's it's definitely one of those bands that I pretty much grew up listening to just because, you know, that's, that's what was on the radio. We were just influenced by that L.A. punk rock scene. Nice. Well, check out some of Broken. When the world is turning for you, don't turn on me. Who are you here to repair? Well, I don't know what you This came out early 2002. What were you doing early 2002? Because they've been a band since the early 80s. Yeah, so um, this wasn't like a first album for them. This came out several years after they started. I was in Germany. I was getting ready to go Kosovo again. Did you hear this at that time, or is this something you heard when you came back? This is going to be something uh, that we've heard on the, uh, coming back. When we were in Kosovo, it was pretty limited. Like, the PX didn't carry a lot of uh, punk rock. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they had, like, whatever the, the biggest hip-hop hit. I think I was listening to a lot of Eminem during this time. Okay. Um, I think that Eminem had just come out. Like, the new Eminem had just come out or is about to come out. Gosh, I'm trying to remember. And then um, I think it came out when we deployed. We deployed about June. Actually, when this came out in February of 2002, I was hospitalized with pneumonia. I almost died uh, in February of 2002. Uh, we, were, we were working. We were out in the field training, and I had just gotten promoted to corporal, so I was, you know, really pushing hard, trying to, you know, impress the bosses. And um, I didn't sleep for, like, three days, and I was just going really hard and smoking, you know, a pack of cigarettes a day, and then I was sick. I was coughing. And I was standing in the middle of a four-way road and collapsed. I woke up in a in a hospital bed, like a, a mash unit-looking thing. Okay. And and I'm like, what the hell happened? And I'm looking around, and there's layers of blankets on me. And they're the green army blanket. And the thing is, is it is on that green army blanket only on one side does it say U.S. And on the other side, it's blank. And if it's on the side that says U.S., you do that over a dead body. And so I remember waking up going, like, freaking out, going, am I dead? And I'm, like, looking on the blanket to see if it said U.S. to see if I was dead. And the, and the doc was there, and he's like, hey, you're all right or whatever. And I'm like, where am I? And he's like, you're in a mass unit. He's like, you have really bad pneumonia. And I was like, uh, I didn't, I had oxygen and everything else. Yeah, so, so yeah, February 02, I almost died. So, hey, <laughs> that's awesome. Bad Religion putting out a great album. <laughs> well, this is this is definitely a song that I was familiar with uh, as far as Bad Religion goes. Maybe the, the biggest hit of the album, my opinion. But again, I wasn't that familiar with a lot ever. of the tracks. What's that? It's, it might have been. I think this is probably one of the top two Bad Religion songs. Well, let's listen ever. to a little bit then. When all kings and all queens relinquish their crowns. Yeah, there will be sorrow, and there will be 
music, man. I like it. And just so you know, I'm looking, not that iTunes is the be-all, end-all, but it's just quick and easy access here, right? And I'm, I've got it sorted by popular songs on iTunes, and on the, in the top 22, Sorrow does not appear for Bad Religion. <laughs> I can't believe I was that, curious, you're like, top one or two, like, what might the other one be? You know, and then I'm looking like, oh, well, I don't know. And that's just, again, that's only according to iTunes, and so what people specifically on iTunes are purchasing. So let's look at, let's do this, so let's do it. We got an experiment here. Let's do Spotify. Okay. So if I search Bad Religion, Bad Religion, there it is. Um, it's American Jesus 1, you is number two. 21st Century 3 infected is, wow. Okay, Sorrow, it has Sorrow at seven. Sorrow's been downloaded or listened to on Spotify 15 million times. I think American that might Jesus. be a better indicator on Spotify, because here... And American is 25 million times. There, so, it's going to be what's listened to, right? Not necessarily yeah. what are we going to go out and purchase digitally on this one specific format. But on mm-hmm. Spotify, they're not purchasing, they're just listening. So I think, what, what is more likely? So I think you're right there. Uh, a couple here in the top seven. Los Angeles is burning is one. You, then fuck you. Then the devil in stitches. I want to conquer the world. Do you want? And Father Christmas is actually number seven. <laughs> and, and you know what? I said, Craig, it doesn't look like they put it exactly in order here. It, it's, it is for the top, like, three or four. That's how Spotify does. Then it, it still takes top songs, but it kind of intermixes them. Okay. So it's American Jesus is one, you is two, 21st Century Digital Boy is three. That's because it's on all the 90s comps. Yeah. Uh, and then is LA is Burning, and then is Sorrow. So it's actually fifth. Okay. Is Sorrow. I think that's probably uh, a better oh, indicator. Fuck you is ahead of. Okay, fuck. Um, nonetheless, honestly. It's it's like one song per album. You know, you put out an album every year since 1984. You're bound to get one hitter <laughs> per, per album, I think. Right? Every 20 years, you put together the greatest compilation ever, right? Right. Well, that Bad Religion is a great choice. Uh, I did like Supersonic and Broken, though I hadn't heard them previous to us doing the show today. Uh, Sorrow is a great track. I Even though, like I said, iTunes didn't even have it in the top 22 there, I would b- be willing to say top five is pretty safe. Uh, oh, yeah. Bad yeah. Religion songs. It's a good What's track. The song You? I don't even remember that song off the top of my head. I don't either. <laughs> I'll, I'll play it later. Fair enough. Well, we're going to s- change <laughs> gears here, here from a band that you just said puts out an album about every year or every other year, whatever. A lot of... Right. Be- or, you know, a lot of records, and they've been around since 1980. Well, this particular band started in 1998. Their first release was an EP, which is what we're going to play. That's the most easily accessible out there. And then they do have, like, another release that came out in 2004. So they started in 98. In 2002, they came out with, uh, they call it Same EP. So I don't know if that's because the band's name is Dim's Rebellion. I don't know if that's supposed to be self-titled, but if you see it anywhere, it's always same EP. Because it is an EP. There's only four tracks. We're going to play three of them here. They're a band from Sweden 
came across them this year. Somebody shared, like, hey, have you checked this band out? I checked them out. I was like, holy shit. I think it's amazing. This uh, EP is so good. Kind of has a, a raw recording, and we'll get into the first track here, which is uh, Rich Little Bum. And the reason uh, the, the tracks that I picked today all have saxophone. And that's something I've been listening to more recently, you know, uh, appreciating more, I should say. Not necessarily listening to more, but appreciating more in punk songs, the saxophone, because you don't hear it that much, right? I, I'm positive you have never heard of Dim's Rebellion or these tracks, so I'm gonna crank it up a little bit. That way you can uh, formulate an opinion. So no sax in this one, but there, there will be in the next two. But they have the... I was going to say, hey, Fear. Fear had a saxophone. Right. Um, and then uh, I've got here a, a, a little top... I got a top seven for you of saxophones. You ready? Okay. Seven punk songs with saxophones. So we got Fear okay. with New York's All Right If You Like Saxophones, which they recorded. They performed... Live on Saturday Night Live, got it kicked off and banned from Saturday Night Live forever. Remember that? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Bondage Up Yours from the X-Ray Specs. I'll have to check that one out. I like the X-Ray Specs. I'm just not that familiar with the, their entire discography. I've only heard a couple tracks. The band The Stranglers with Get a Grip on Yourself. Stranglers are great. Uh, Rocket from the Crypt with Born in 69. Okay. The Stooges, I feel all right. Oh, I'll have to look at that one too. It's the 05 remaster. Oh, strange. Like thinking of the original, I don't know if I heard it in the original. Check out out Stooges, we love Stooges. Right. Uh, James Chance with uh, Contort Yourself. And the Neon Hearts with Regulations. There's I don't even seven, know it is. seven punk songs with saxophones. The only, I mean, I know I feel all right, but I think that it's in the remaster. I'm trying to remember if I heard a saxophone in there. I think it's in the remaster only. Okay. Uh, and then Fear. Fear, I know New York's all right if you like saxophones. Got him kicked off of SNL, bro. All right. Moving on to the next track here from Dim's Rebellion. This is People Like You. We're going to hear some of the beginning and then we'll get in some of the middle. Get ready for it. Alright, we'll get into some more of that here in a moment. We'll keep playing. Uh, the look on your face, huh? What are you thinking? Oh, man. I thought that build was great. Just 
adding a new instrument, adding a new instrument, because so many bands have done that before, but who expected the saxophone to come in other than sometimes I told you it, it was works, coming? Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? I've listened to that so much. What did you just say? It sounds so like 80s to me. I don't know why. Right? And that's probably one reason why I like it, because there are a lot of bands that played that had saxophones. Like I was listening to In Excess like two weeks ago probably, and a lot of saxophone in a lot of their tracks. Maybe that's a reason why I might gravitate towards that sound in uh, some of these punk tracks. So what yeah, is, man. what's your impression uh, of Dim's yeah. Rebellion out of Sweden? Like after that 2004, they disappeared, man. There's nothing out. I would love to, uh, even though I like the raw sound, no matter where you go, that's Spotify anywhere. That's how it came across. I would love to re-record it, even though I like it. I would love to re-record it and just give it that crystal sound because I'm sure it doesn't sound like that live. Can hear the the Swedish accent in the, <laughs> in the in the in the attempt to sound like a, a, a an English street punk band with the with the Swedish accent. <laughs> it, it's 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 good. Um, yeah, man. No, we love Swedes. They're, they're they're great, you know. But uh, every time I hear saxophone, I think of the what is it? Careless Whisper? Is that the song? Uh. I don't know. You know? All right, this one's wrapping up. As Careless Whisper, man. It's so great. We got one more track from Dim's Rebellion off of the same EP. It is Next to the Gods. What are you thinking there? So that piano in the first track we played, that's sax in the last track. And Fantastic beginning to a track. I was muted. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> uh, I, I like that. It's got kind of kicks off like a little, uh, a little ska there to it almost, and uh, you know, yeah, it's got a cool little kick off. Um, yeah, good start. It is a great track. Uh, it's my favorite. It, Saved it, it for the does last. It, does it end well? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the whole track's fantastic. If you. If you can't tell, it's Next to the Gods is the name of the track. Uh, it's definitely a track. I think the guitars in this are fantastic. Uh, I love the keyboard. 
and uh, I really think that the the lyrics are, are really great. I don't know if you had, we didn't really listen to much of that. It's about to kick up again. We'll let you listen to a little bit and see what you think. What's your impression of that track? Question one, part A. That was, that was your best track. That's your best track. Here. Is it because the keyboards? Because again, they, like I said, they incorporated a piano, up. then a saxophone, and then. Brings it all together. Right? Pretty amazing. I like it. And like I say, even though I like the, the way the recording did come out, because it is a little bit different, I would still love to have it re recorded. Remastered. Yes, remastered. There remastered you go. Remastered or re-recorded? What? 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 Uh, is it remastered? Is where you just take the old recording and clean it. Right. Re-recorded is just starting over. What? But when you re-record something, you got to remember you lose any nuance. Sure. That's why they remaster stuff instead of re-record it. Is you lose nuance, right? You lose the. Uh, oh, that was the fifth take, and you can hear Joe cough in the background ever so slightly. But it was the best take, so we kept it. That you lose that nuance. Sure. You lose the, you know, how many songs do you absolutely love, and then you hear your favorite band play them live, and you're like, well, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a song. There's a Dropkick Murphy song that I I love. I hate it when they play it live. And I just can't I can't think of it off the top of my head. Is because when they play it live, they play it like at double speed of what it is on the on the record, right? And so you, you've lost something, right? You've lost right. something that you, you, it's a completely different song. And it's like they speed through it. You know, oh, we got to play this fucking song. And we don't want to play it. Absolutely. So let's, get, let's get through it as fast as we fucking can. So when you, when you re-record something, I think you lose nuance, right? Sure. You, you lose what it actually is. Whereas when you remaster something, you run it through the digital filters, you remove the humbars and the uh, whatever odd sounds that are in the background and, and and clean it up so you know i think that i get what you're saying uh you know hey if they re-recorded this you know with with modern digital equipment but where it is today versus even just 10 years ago um it would it would sound better well but you would you would lose the song right it would be a different song it's a different song at that point. I get that, and that's why I would not I, – I like it the way it came out, but an alternate version, not an instead-of version. I, I, I would say an alternate right. version I would like to right. hear, especially it's only four tracks. But, again, that band, Dim's Rebellion, has not played together for a long time. So uh, I liked it. And, you know, I've noticed that, what you said before, too. Uh, you go see a band live, like, hey, I like this, and then you go – listen digitally or on a CD or whatever for the first time because you heard them live first and then 
you know, especially now, I'm like, is the is my computer running slow? That doesn't sound right. That sounds off. It seemed faster right, right. Uh, when I saw it live. So yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. All right, let's move on. You have another one, another album here, another band. Uh, looks like you're just picking California bands today. Is that what your theme was? Oh, well, <laughs> I, I, had, I went outside. Again, just looking at what have I, what have I been listening to. Um, so what you normally listen to is just California bands then. Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> All right. Who'd you pick? Got the Vandals. Nice. Who you and I absolutely love seeing live. Yes, they were great. Seen live in about three years. Uh, the album Hitler Bad Vandals Good came out our senior year of high school, Dustin. Yes, it did. Uh, and... Uh, the first song I picked was people that are going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love the Vandals. I put this album on and I just listened to it and laughed. It's a great album name for sure. And their songs are, some of them are really smart and some are just really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Anarchy Burger is yes. one of my favorite fucking songs ever. Right. I like the Christmas album they did. All right, let's uh, let's hear who the people that are going to hell. recording when I'm muted and then so it's just something I'm gonna have to get in the habit of doing because just thinking of like how zoom meetings go at work <laughs> when somebody's unmuted and you're like this motherfucker's unmuted and you like get mad about it and you're like this, this bitch but it's the boss so you can't be like hey mute yourself you know what I mean it's like you're sitting there and you can hear him like, <clears throat> you can hear him pop and shit. You're like, you motherfucker, you're so full of yourself that you leave yourself unmuted. <laughs> like, I gotta remember to, to mute myself. I think that it ends up because what happens is, is you'll hear some of my speakers through my microphone. Sure. So I need to mute myself. Just you know, some words of the wise, I guess. <laughs> the Vandals. That uh, was the first is, track. Uh, th this is probably Hitler bad. Vandal's good, super popular album. Great album. Um, this track, wonderful. <laughs> I love this. Was funny. The, this song, is the concept of the song, you got to listen to the lyrics. I think it's just very funny. Go ahead. And everywhere I go, people would ask me where she was. I don't wanna talk about her. Someone always asks about her, so I tell them all. Such a funny song. It's a great concept, a right? Yeah, hey, man, what, where's, uh, where's your old girlfriend? At? Oh, she's dead. <laughs> so this reminds me of a story. I'm going to have to change names. Because, okay, so my buddy, 
him and his wife were going through a, a bad time and they were filed for divorce and he moved back into the barracks. But both him and his wife didn't want to stop getting the BAH, the money that he got for living off post. So they kind of made like a weird agreement where he would live in my barracks room and we wouldn't tell anybody and we just kind of kept it on the DL, whatever. And so he started going to the bar with me. Well, he hooks up with my girlfriend's friend. And so whatever they're, you know, they're doing it, whatever. Well, like two weeks later, he comes to me, he's like, hey man, me and my wife, we worked it out. We're getting back together. And I was like, oh shit, okay. And I was like, well, I'm glad to hear that. And he's like, hey, I need you to do me a favor. And I was like, what's up? And he's like, you gotta tell, you gotta tell the girl that I'm dead or something because I don't want her like seeking me out. So we go to the fucking bar. Dustin, this is the worst fucking thing I've ever done. This is this will send me to hell. We go to the bar, me and like three of our other friends without this one friend. And we're fucking like, all right, we're hanging our heads and we're all sullen. And my girlfriend walks up, she's like, what's wrong? Where's your friend? Where is he? Where is he? She's a German girl. And I'm like, I don't know how to say this. Died in Iraq. <laughs> Bro, we had like a funeral party for him at the fucking bar. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, bro, you ever go, if you ever, ever decide that you want to be done being married again, you're fucked because everybody in Germany thinks you died in Iraq. We had a memorial. We had fucking, we were lighting candles. Guys were giving toasts and saying prayers. It was fantastic. So being, I've been on the other end of this where we just told her that he's dead. And, uh, <laughs> and, and he's fine now. As a, as a matter of fact, him and his wife stayed married. Uh, they're married today. They got great kids. They're, they're... Anyways, and so, I, like I said, this is a story I definitely couldn't say any names in, right? Um, but, yeah, so, hey, shout out to, to just saying uh, he's dead. <laughs> I've always liked that song for that same reason, but your story there definitely is the it's the same concept but different, right? This is the one where it's uh, hey, uh, I'm we had mutual friends, but we're not together, and I'm tired of them asking about her, so <laughs> I'm just gonna say she's dead so they stop asking about her. Fuck that! She died. She had leukemia or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. Uh, yeah. All right. That song, it's, it, it, yeah, it, it always reminds me of that story. And, and, you know, yeah, we're fucking terrible people. The girl, by the way, who he was shagging, uh, she was fucking devastated. I felt so fucking bad. <laughs> I, I was like, damn, she thinks her, like, boyfriend's dead. She's going to have some memorial. She's going to get some tattoo somewhere down there. She's, there's probably some girl in Germany with a tattoo of my buddy's name, like, on her fucking titty or something <laughs> and he's he's just fine he lives in arizona <laughs> oh, shit that's funny all right you got one more track here from vandals what is it we probably could have saved this for the very end of I the show for huh? you i did this for you your son was in sound of music yes this song is from sound of music let's hear it it's a cover huh <laughs> oh, it is Oh, there's the other thing that I always do, right? Yes. There's a sad sort of banging from the clock in the hall And the bells in the steeple, too And up in the nursery, an absurd little bird Is 
popping out to say Regretfully they tell us, but firmly they compel us to say Speaking of uh, a little bit of German there, huh? <laughs> well, it's, yeah, Sound of Music, right? They're all Nazis. But anyways, your son was in Sound of Music. I remember that. Like, yep. what, two years ago now? Two or three years ago? Uh, yeah. Three years ago, right? He was he was Buddy the Elf last year. Yep. Uh, the year before, he was in Pirates of Penzance. Yes. And so this would have been three years ago he was in Sound of Music. That's right. That is absolutely and, uh, right. We've been listening to a lot of musicals lately at my house. Hamilton came out on Disney+. Plus. We've always liked musicals in my family anyways. But my wife has gone back to college, Dustin. I am now currently paying for a college education that I am not receiving. And um, uh, uh, But really proud of her for doing that. You know, she, she's making the effort. But she's, like, writing. She, because Hamilton's, like, it was fresh in her head. She started answering the question of one paper using Hamilton as an example. She's now on her second semester writing about Hamilton again. And she's like, and we just can't get away from it. So we like play Hamilton every night once, you know, maybe a song or two from it. Um, uh, And the kids love it. But yeah, no, we we love musicals in our house. I mean, both both your house and mine, right? We've got them on 24-7. We got somebody singing something. Right. My daughter, uh, I don't know if I told you that my daughter was in The Lion King last year. I saw your pictures. Uh, and uh, she was magnificent. She was a fucking star. And I cried the whole time I sat there and watched her. I'm sure you, <laughs> you did the first time you saw your son in his first play. Right. Uh, just sit there crying the whole time like, I made something amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, uh, it, it was great. So I, I heard this and I was like, oh, yeah, the Vandals do the, the Sound of Music cover. That'll, that'll work in for Dustin well. That is great. Uh, good album. Uh, next band, we're going to jump right along. One I picked, full album, then we're each going to have one song at the end here. Uh, Bromir, are you f- familiar with that band? Yes. Okay. Yes, we've played Bromir. Uh, before you fired me from the podcast. Yes, before you, well, at least you got rehired, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got rehired on the second, the, oh, the, the, so the second run show. I got hired on the on the, 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 on the, the, the B team. Show. <laughs> right, I'm on the B team now. The main show, don't fucking come back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least at least you're on the show, a show. <laughs> you got ass back. Could be worse. Uh, all right. Well, the band Bromir, they're from Paris. Uh, Wati, he's in several bands. Lion's Wati, Law. Yes. Yeah, see that shirt? Yes. I'm wearing it right now, I Chris. I saw you are wearing your Lion's Law shirt. I saw you. He's, uh, I saw the Lion's Law shirt. He's uh, in this band, and uh, they, they sing in French. Again, like I said, towards the beginning, saxophone. No so you're going to hear a lot more saxophone because every single Thank song God. that they do is saxophone. And I know you have been wanting some more saxophone. You haven't had enough I've saxophone. I've got a fever, and the only cure is more saxophone. 
Well, we are going to listen to this track. Place du Tertre. Oh, we. Oui. There's an intro. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was Google Translate pronouncing it for oh, me. Okay, I thought <laughs> <laughs> some French words and shit. Yes. <laughs> All right. Here's the beginning. Right into that saxophone. I know you're liking that saxophone. It's growing on you, isn't it? <laughs> Great sax players in these tracks. Looking forward to the one yeah, that... Uh, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Saxophone and punk rock. What do you think? I like it. I've been digging it recently, man. I think it adds a cool sound. Just like in ska bands, you have a variety of horns, right? Uh, Some will use just a trumpet or just the trombone. And some will use all of them. And some will use those plus a saxophone, right? So, you know, ska's not, uh, you need these two instruments. Like a punk band, you typically need a guitar and a bass and a set of drums, and then you can get after it, right? But ska, yeah. you need those, but you can mix it in with so many other things. You can avoid every one of those and just use a keyboard. And you're still going to get a ska sound. You know, some even have that ska sound with none of that because they're doing uh, a lot more of the upstroke, up and they give it that, that that upstroke, upbeat sound. Right. So, uh, I like it. I think it adds too, and it's definitely an instrument that sticks out when it's going on. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like a sore fucking thumb. <laughs> uh, I like this band a lot. Uh, you know what? It's not bad. I I, I do prefer. A saxophone mixed with an, another instrument. I, I like a saxophone other horns. Sound. Or are you talking about this kind of mix? <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good mix right there. Saxophone and shouting. Yes. <laughs> well, I think the saxophone and the shouting are alternating, but now they're going. So that you were getting them in unison a little bit right there. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like I said, every track gets... Uh, well, I mean, honestly, you know, the Voodoo Glow Skulls is, you know, ska core. Right. Right, where it's, where, you know, it's, it's hardcore, but with, but with the, uh, the, the, the ska instruments added in. Um, there's some other ska core bands out there. Uh, I think that it kind of lends itself to this. This is more of a street punk mixed in with a uh, uh, uh you know a saxophone it's like an oi is it oi ska like, <laughs> oi ska oi oi core ska core oi um oh, boy um yeah street punk man street punk with a saxophone there you go okay you're hearing the saxophone again uh, <laughs> 
this track right here is my letter or my letter. Hey, what do you, so what do you think with, with, uh, we gonna be able to see these guys from France ever again in America live? I hope so. They've had uh, a lot of fans. You know, we, when we saw them at Punk Rock Bowling, a lot of people I, I thought were in, into it. And uh, I went out and saw them in New York. And to be honest, I thought the show would be bigger. But I think that at the majority of punk shows I go to, because I like to go see bands I like. And so I assume a lot of other people must like these because I like them. And, <laughs> right. and needless What's to say, the crowds are a little bit smaller than I hope for sometimes. And it's not because I need a bigger crowd. I just assume there's going to be right. more people that want to go see these bands. Right. And this one would be a great one. I don't know if this specific band has played in the U.S. Lions Law for sure. But we might have to get to Europe to see a lot of the European bands. Well... We'll find out when we get a new president. We're going to find out how real our disease is, our pandemic is, because I bet that if, some, if a certain one wins, I bet all of a sudden they're going to be like, oh, we have this cure. We've had it all along. <laughs> I'm waiting for that shit, dude. Waiting for it. <laughs> I think they're already been working on slowly pulling the Band-Aid. That way they can just let it rip at right at the end. Ah, fuck you. If, you. if you change it overnight, then a lot of people are going to be suing. But if you slowly right. just start working in, well, we realize there's this uptick, and instead of lockdowns, we are going to uh, you know, put just put more restrictions out there instead, right. you, you, you know, as opposed to the way it was before. So... I think they're working on doing more of that, and then pretty soon it's going to be like, oh, well, it worked its way through. Well, in Sweden, they did the herd immunity thing. Right. And, and I mean, they, they don't have a lot of people, and it's cold, and nobody gives a shit, but uh, it, it, I guess it's already kind of, kind of flat curved its way through. So well, I think maybe we're going to just start getting to the point where we're like, fuck it, let's be herd immune. Well, if you actually look at anything that has ever been put out there, even with uh, lockdowns and everything. Nobody ever says you're going to have less people overall infected. It's always flattening the curve. And if you look at the curve compared to the, you know, the herd immunity model and the flattening the curve model, the exact yeah. same amount of people are going to be infected. You're just stretching right. it out over a much larger right, period of right. time. So you're not going to avoid... It's not going to magically just be like, well, we're going to have less people overall infected than we would have. All we're doing is stretching it over a longer period, and the reasoning for that was to not overwhelm hospitals or medical folks that, are, that would be treating it, right? But that uh, early on, anyway, that only happened in very few places here in the U.S., like a tiny fraction of few places, and the lockdowns went on in... A lot of areas that never got overburdened or even close to overburdened. In fact, a lot of those places furloughed medical staff because they weren't anywhere near that. And that's yeah, just the way it was. We're, we're going through that here for sure. Yeah, California no. was one of the bigger ones. Anyway, yeah. last track from Bro okay. Bromure's self-titled album, Bromure and Pour U. Pour Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's check it out. I know you love the sax. There's some great sax in here for you. Uh, 
Yes, that sax is great. That bass right there was fantastic. Though we both picked uh, two totally different styles of music for albums, all those albums are really good. Uh, folks got to get out there. If you haven't checked some of those uh, records out, get out there and check them out. That Process of Belief, Bad Religion one, uh, I like those tracks that you picked. Sorrow's great. And Dim's Rebellion, it's only four tracks, but man, you got to check it out. It's on Spotify. Uh, I think you can find it on iTunes. I don't think it's on Bandcamp. And that Vandals, Hitler Bad, Vandals Good, definitely one of the better ones they've put out. And they are so fun live. And Bromure, if you hadn't heard them and you like the saxophone like I do, maybe unlike Chris, uh, you should definitely check that one out. <laughs> I never said I didn't like the saxophone. <laughs> hey, do you know what the, the, the – so that's the self-titled album? Yes. And that was their – that came out in 2018. Correct. They had A La Roquet. In 2017, and Albon Ami. Yes. Uh, in 2020, EPs. as an EP, A La Roque was a uh, single. Sorry if I made it sound Spanish. Uh, consider where I work. A La Roque. A La Roque. There you go. Uh, the number one Spotify song, Pla du Tetra. Pla, Plas du Tetra. Pla du Tetra. Yeah. We played that one first. It's a great one. Number two is 50-50. Okay, that's, uh, that one's good, too. I didn't pick that one. Boomstick, boomstick. Oh, that's German. <laughs> Never mind. They put out some stuff. They also did one of those uh, splits that had those cool records that if you got those seven-inch splits uh, and put them all together, it made one big cover art that came from Insurgents oh, Records up in Canada. That was fucking bad as hell, dude. Yeah, and they did the split with Street Troopers. And so... Get out and get it. Uh, Insurgents Records in Canada. That's where you Did get you those. you get all four of those? I've got, I think I've got three of them. I need to get that one. Uh, the last well. time I saw, uh, last time I, we were together, I, I think you had two. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I want to see all four of those. That's, that's cool as hell. I do, too. I want to get them. Uh, it's pretty awesome. I think it was a, a great concept that they did there and just great bands. Every band on those splits were really good, and I think they paired up. Really good bands for the splits as well. Street Troopers and Bromier, really good. Let's go. We have two songs left, one song each. This time we're not doing albums. We're just going to do a, a track here. So, what'd you pick? Yeah, I saw that you had one left, and so I thought I'd put it. Yeah, a song I've been listening to a lot lately. I've been listening to English Beat a lot lately. It's I don't a good know band. Why. Still touring. I think they were just in Salt Lake uh, either last year or the year before. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, man, a cool band. I like this song, Mirror in the Bathroom. Mirror in the and, Bathroom. Uh, right? Everybody knows this. Good. This is a good background song, right? Like, you yep. can play. You hear that saxophone? I did that for you. <laughs> <laughs> we, were but, we were but wee children when this came out, Dustin. Yeah, like uh, babies. I was coming up on a year Dude. old. You were you weren't you weren't yet a year old, and I was a, a wee seven month abandoned child. <laughs> Some called me a bastard, but anyways, uh, yeah. So no, it was a very cool song. Uh, I like the English beat. Um, yeah, like I said, just kind of been. I, I wanted to play songs I've been listening to. I wanted it to be a little bit more organic, like what songs I pick. I wanted right. it to be hey, you know, what I've been listening to while I work. I'm sitting at my desk. 
Um, I am in a room by myself. There, I literally interact with one other person a day, and it's the guy that I carpool with. Uh, every now and then, the boss comes in and stands at the door and like looks at me. And do you need anything? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, bro. I'm like, so how are things? And they're like, bye. Like, hi, well, <laughs> fuck you too. Um, so yeah, so I listen to a lot of music while I'm in here by myself when I'm not uh, in a Zoom meeting. And so this is one of those bands that I, I, I listen to and, and you know, it's great kind of a background, chill out while you're doing a little bit of work. Yeah, they're a great band. I like uh I like their sound. I like their incorporation of the variety of instruments, too, because you, you know, we were just talking about ska, yeah. and right. this... This is first wave. Right. This is two-tone. This is old school, right? Yeah. Second wave. Yeah, I think second it's second wave, wave yeah. Yes, exactly. Second wave ska. Excuse me. like watching yourself while you're eating <laughs> no i'm i you i think you've seen me eat enough i'm a fucking savage it's <laughs> embarrassing uh i sho- shove shit in my face like i'm a fucking neanderthal my wife has ruined my love affair with popcorn because i'm the guy that when i eat popcorn i get whole handfuls and just just like shove it in like i'm fucking going down on a guy in a porn dude just right and get as much in there and she so when i'm eating popcorn she'll go she'll make that sound and i'm like damn so now when i eat popcorn i try to be more dainty about it except when i'm at hockey games dustin i get the kettle corn and a diet pepsi pepsi not coke diet pepsi i get the big kettle corn for six bucks and the big Pepsi for four, and I sit at my seat and I'm the happiest man on planet Earth. I am harmless, but don't you dare touch my fucking kettle corn and my diet Pepsi. And I just sit there and I'll like eat it out of the bag. <laughs> like a fucking horse. <laughs> and, <laughs> and my daughter's just sitting there next to me, like, Dad, people are fucking watching. And the people that sit around me, they just watch me amazed as I just fucking destroy an entire yard of fucking cattle corn i call it cattle corn cattle. you know what kettle corn it I is say kettle, kettle corn but i say cattle corn all the time on accident you're but yeah guy. man i eat like a i just so no i don't look in the fucking mirror when i'm eating <laughs> in the glass table awful. yeah all right mirror in the bathroom it's a little bit of uh, uh it's a cool song man it is good uh, i really like that song uh, like I said, it's one of the, I was telling my wife about it. There's a few bands, and, and, and I'd like to maybe explore this as a show maybe uh, later on. Uh, there's a few bands that when I, I hear them like on um, XM Radio on, uh, I listen to two channels on XM, well, three channels on XM Radio, NHL Radio, obviously. But then there's two others I listen to, which is the, uh, the punk rock one, which is the, um, what's it called? Faction? I can't think of it. Faction no. Punk. Right. Yes, Faction Punk, and the other one I listen to is First Wave. 
and it's new it's new wave music but it's like you know and and they play english beat right and they're one of those bands that come on i go Fuck, i really like this band right oh, and i need to listen to them more and then i listen to them more and i go man i'm fucking tired of listening to them they're fucking terrible and like I go for like a month, right? All this time, <laughs> and then I'm like reintroduced to like, fuck, I really like it. There's a lot of bands in in our world, if you will, of of punk and oi and ska and all this. There's a lot of bands that I feel that way about. Like there'll, there'll be long periods of time where I don't hear them, and I'm like, and then I do hear them, and I go, fuck, I really like them. And then you kind of like take on too much of them, and then you're like, fuck, no, I, I need somebody else to listen to. Um, but yeah, man, maybe that's something we should listen to. I don't know if you ever feel that way towards any bands, but definitely uh, uh, English beat is that with me. I'll go for like months where I want to hear nothing but English beat every other song, and then I'll be like, ah, they suck. <laughs> I don't know if there's any that I feel quite that way about, but doing the podcasts, uh, I listen to so much music, so there's a lot of music that I really like that I just don't get back to because I'm always listening to just droves of new music coming in. Uh, being shared with us and then stuff that I, you know, is on my radar, like, Hey, that's going to get released. I want to check it out. And so I try to at least hear stuff once or 30 seconds of a song, you know, those type of things. So I don't quite get there, but on that note, last song of the episode, a band that you probably haven't listened to too much is my guess recently now that you're not not here, but this album is actually really good. Uh, we love I, everybody in, in, in the band. Uh, love them. Miss them. Shout out to you guys. I miss you guys. Uh, I hope one day to see. Yeah, I hope that they play Vegas or something someday that I get a chance to go and see them. Right? Or you just come back here and watch the show. They'll probably or be playing once shows happen. Uh, yeah. Press Gang Union, they put out uh, When the Storm Hits, and they just put it out early this year, uh, right before the COVID bullshit happened. February of this year, they put it out. Uh, it's a really good album, and I will probably put it on some other time for a great cover-to-cover album, just like these other ones. But I only wanted to specifically highlight this song because, again, I was on the saxophone, right? I was talking about the saxophone tracks and saxophone and punk tracks, and I watched them live play this track live and then have the dude that did the saxophone come up and play this at a live show. So let's get into the track. It's called Game of Kings. This is Press Gang Union from here in Salt Lake City, Utah. When I say here, that's where I'm at because Chris ain't in Salt Lake anymore. <laughs> but you like this. Is that why you were here? Doesn't this beginning sound like it could be in a Western? Like oh, a yeah, soundtrack man. of a Western? Like, uh, a, classic, like, a, like a, a classic Hughes Western or something. Yeah, oh yeah, right? that's cool. Like a spaghetti Western, I should say. Like kind of has a little bit more edge to it. I like that. Right? Could be in, uh, what is it, the Hateful Eight or something like that? Good, good Bad, and the Ugly. <laughs> Any of those spaghetti Westerns. Black Alexander, see you, shut it down. 
doing that, Sax? Yeah, no, it's good. I, I, I liked it. I, I like how they incorporated it in. It's, uh, it's pretty good. It's good stuff. I uh, really enjoy that band. Uh, they're doing stuff with violent unrest right now. Uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to check it out. If you didn't, anybody out there, go out and check it out on their uh, Bandcamp page. Essentially, the, the drummer and the singer in Press Gang Union role reversed, and the drummer's now singing in Violent Rest, and the singer's now drumming in Violent Unrest. Still two okay. active bands, but... Uh, right on. And Violent Unrest is a hardcore band, as opposed to we have an oi band here with... Uh, press gang union so different sound but on a far reach Dustin <laughs> uh, they're, they're both very good though and they released this full length early this year with press gang union and then just it's only been a couple weeks I think since, oh October 31st I had the tracks early but October 31st is when they released their EP violent unrested no mercy this no right here mercy! right Check them out. Two great bands out of Salt Lake. Uh, that Press Gang Union, that Game Game of Kings, I think is cool. Like I said, I got to see them perform in life. And I like the sax. I like the sax in these. Uh, I was actually looking at a similar list for punk bands with saxophone songs early, and I thought maybe I'll do that again on another episode. But it'll probably be a bit. I want to. There's plenty of other things to talk about besides just saxophone in punk songs. <laughs> I, I tell you, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head kind of when you're coming in and introing this with, you know, you feel sometimes doing the podcast, you feel like, hey, I've got to listen to this, 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 and this. And you kind of get away from what, oh, well, I, I haven't listened to that type of music in forever because I'm so focused on, on this other. And, and I'll tell you, uh, you know, be, having myself stepped away from the, doing the podcast for a while, uh, and I was thinking like long and hard, what did I listen to when I wasn't, you know, kind of force feeding myself punk and oi and, and ska like exclusively. Right. And it, it was weird. It was like fucking, like I told you the day, I, I, I listened to a lot of Bowie, man. Like a fucking, like an absurd amount of Bowie. Um, well, maybe on a future uh, show here, you should take go listen to Bowie and figure out the most punk songs that Bowie <laughs> did, and we'll talk uh, about it and we'll discuss how punk it really was because he was definitely Bowie a part was. of the punk scene. Like if you look at any shows uh, or documentaries or stuff about David Bowie when he was starting and the people that he was interacting with, there was a lot of uh, punk bands or punk people, and so they, well, the the scene was intermixing. Maybe not necessarily the music as much. But you should definitely look at that, maybe from that angle. I mean, Bowie's just an influential guy, period, right? And so, uh, but yeah, I mean, listening to him, like, ad nauseum, and listening to musicals like crazy, playing the piano hot and heavy right now, I'm working on a lot of, I'm trying to kind of compose a song right now. Um, it's like a pop song though. Like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, like, yeah, bro. Like, I'm composing like a pop song right now that I've been working. I support on you while. doing that, but I'm not playing it on the show. Um, oh, you would not <laughs> want to. It is not punk. Um, but uh, I've been playing a lot of Elvis and Beatles. Um, yeah, man. Just kind of, I feel like I'm, uh, like after doing the podcast for the few years, we did it. 
I, I felt like I kind of like stepped back and wanted to get back to the roots of music, like to the roots of rock and roll. Um, and you know what I mean? I found myself looking back more, whereas we, you know, what's new, what's new, what's new, what's new. And here I am and I'm fucking listening to the Beatles, to Elvis, to the Bowie. And, and I'm going, Oh, uh, to uh, queen listening to a lot of queen lately. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was one of those things where, uh, you know, you hit the nail on the head there with that, where, you know, uh, listening to first wave, right. I'm, I'm seeking out where, where the, you know, I don't want to listen to punk. I want to listen to the, to the roots of punk, um, and, and really getting heavy into, into new wave music. I, I never was heavy. In new. I know you're a new wave guy. You always yeah. like new wave music and, and we would play it on the show and I'd kind of be like, ah, it's kind of cheesy and, and, and campy and poppy like Brit poppy even and now here I am going yeah man fucking I think I get it you know what I mean like I I don't think I got it before and but I get it now as I'm I'm sitting here fucking composing music and fucking playing Elvis and the Beatles and the fucking Righteous Brothers and I'm playing uh bebop fucking uh uh, uh piano and 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 you know, trying to kind of get back, you know, to, you know, playing old blues. I'm playing blues lines from the uh, blues riffs from the uh, 50s and, and, you know, singing songs to it. So it's, it's been kind of awesome since stepping away from the podcast. I think that the, you know, my focus has been, you know, what's old, what's old, (laughs) you know, November, you know what I mean? Rather than what's new, what's the latest punk thing? What's the cutting edge of punk rock? It's it's okay. What did Elvis fucking play in his '77 special, and why did he play in that fucking order? You right. know, and how do I get into a leather suit like that? <laughs> yeah, good luck. You got to have that shit custom tailored. <laughs> Call me. I'm calling you. Yes, in need of custom tailoring to get to into say. a leather suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking Santa Claus AF right now. Right, punk rock Santa. Old, Remember that? Yeah, man. Punk rock Santa delivers presents to all the good and bad girls and boys. Right. We don't. We don't fucking judge. <laughs> all right. Well, I think on an upcoming episode, that's something that we will have to to talk about or, or put some tracks on is maybe some of that '70s, '80s, new wave, something like yeah. that, yeah, and sure, just talk about sure. those. You know, things that might be punk or might sound a little punk or maybe they're an origin of punk. Yeah, it's an origin, right? It's the origin story. It's the it's the it's the core. It's the root of it. Right. Absolutely. Well, let's do that on a future episode. Let's wrap this one up, Chris. All right. Play the fucking outro. Outro.